Welcome to the Flash Flashcast. I'm Lisa Schmeiser, and with me as always are Phil Mozilak. Yay! And Tony Sindelar. Hello, nerds. Who will either be flying high off caffeine or crashing. We don't know which. Somewhere we'll in between. We'll all find out together. <laughs> we'll all find out together. Before we get started on tonight's episode, what I want to do is remind everybody that this is the time of the year where you can support this podcast by becoming a member of The Incomparable. You can sign up for a monthly pledge or an annual pledge to support our podcast directly. I want to tell you, however... The Flash Flashcast is actually one of the subsidiary podcasts for the TV podcast. So if you wanted to support the Flash Flashcast, you'd have to like check a box for the TV podcast. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself because what you need to do is go to theincomparable.com slash members and sign up. You'll be asked to pick the shows on the network you'd like to support and you check the box for the TV and uh, boom, here we are. We, we get a little bit of that and you get to show us a little love and we get to shower you with gratitude. Um, and when you check that box, the entire contribution comes to us after Snell takes his cut. Um, if you listen to, uh, well, as he, as he should, I hasten to add. He has to wet his beak. Yeah. yeah. Everybody gets a taste. <laughs> if you listen to other podcasts on the network, however, I don't know why you would do that when you have us, but. What about podcasts like Phil and Lisa Ruin the Movies or Total Party Kill? Those are Uh, legit good podcasts. Those are also worthy podcasts. This is true. Um, You can check boxes for those. Again, Total Party Kill, which Tony shows up on, or Phil and Lisa Ruin the Movies, which I show up on. So you can check the boxes. Your contribution will be shared out among all of the podcasts whose boxes you check. So as a thank you for supporting us, you will get extras. There's an exclusive members-only feed with exclusive members-only episodes coming. Um, there's a members-only Slack group you can join. Some of us even show up and discuss in there. Um, yeah, people, the fil- pe- people show up there and argue with me about Dungeons & Dragons rules. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm-, I'm not selling it, am I? <laughs> Well, I was going to say this, the, the, the sadists who have joined the Phil and Lisa channel have basically come up with all of our pledge antics for like the next two years with the movies they'd like us to watch. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm here for it. Um, but, you know, it's a pledge season. So a lot of the shows in the network are posting bonus episodes. We um, and the Flash cast and the TV cast in general haven't quite come up with all of ours yet. But you know what? The, the month is still young. And uh, if you want to hit us up on Twitter and say, hey, hey, nerds, I'll, I'll pledge. But in return, you have to dance to my tune. We will hear you out. You know, we're negotiable. So and again, go to incomparable.com slash members and sign up. And uh, there are contribution levels at $5 a month, $10 a month, $20 a month. You can also do annual if like one lump sum is your thing. And if you're already a member, it is really easy to increase your pledge and you'll get some more goodies in return. So go on, go to theincomparable.com slash members and join the clan. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks, nerds. Yep. Yay. There we go. And well, I feel like maybe next year what we do is we record the the pledge drive thing, and then we point out that if you pledge above a certain amount, you never have to listen to me do that promo again. <laughs> well, we only do it like like once a year, so yeah. you know this is true. they're yeah. getting off pretty easy. Yeah, it's no, not I, NPR my, for Pete's sake. Yeah. Although I wanted to tell you, my local NPR station, like once you pledge, they give you the they give you the URL to the secret no pledge feed for all of your favorite shows, and so you can, they're like, all right, you've paid up, so you you can listen to us now, pledge free. I mean, it doesn't solve the problem of what to do in the car, but it solves the problem what to do if you, you know, listen to NPR while you work. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, just putting that up there. Um, please pledge. We love doing the podcast. We love hearing from you. We love interacting with you. The members only Slack is fun. Um, I'm not. Yeah. Even, I wasn't invited to that. <laughs> well, you know, uh, there's well, got to be standards. Maybe most. reasons. <laughs> reasons. Yeah. This is so awkward. <laughs> it's just gotten awkward. <laughs> 
I, I didn't so, even know about um, it. Uh, there was a party that I wasn't invited to. Oh, so awkward. Moving on. Yep. Um, yeah. There are more interesting things. <laughs> yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to have Tony do our recap of this week's episode. And then the segments we're going to get into are alternate names for Savitar, our best guesses as to who Savitar is, and our many, many complaints about this episode. <laughs> yeah. This All is right. season three, episode 15, The Wrath of Savitar. In case you're more <laughs> curious, why are they so down on this episode? Um, yeah. Savitar. So, Tony, what I'm going to do is I'm pulling up my handy dandy stopwatch now, and I'm going to count you down. And when I do, you've got 45 seconds. All right. Ready? <laughs> Five, four, three, two, go. All right. So the team is continuing to train up Wally because they have this goal that he's got to be fast enough to save Iris in the future from Savitar. But Wally is having visions uh, of Savitar including the one that we saw at the end of the last episode, which he has not mentioned to anybody and doesn't mention to anybody until Savitar goes from just spooking him to uh, beating him up. Uh, Barry and Iris announce their engagement. Uh, Joe is kind of a jerk about it. Uh, there are a lot of feelings talks in this episode. There's a lot. There's also Savitar talking through Draco Malfoy at them more than once. Um, <laughs> we learn that Barry's motivation for the engagement maybe wasn't so noble. Uh, or at least not, he wasn't very transparent about it. Wally starts to totally flip out. Uh, lots of secrets, lots of secret talk, lots of feelings talk. In the end, Wally gets pulled into the Speed Force and Savitar pops out. All right, 53 seconds, not bad. Right. I, not you bad. Know, I feel like yeah. I could have done it a little faster, but... Yeah. But why? There well, were a there lot was a lot. There, there, there were a lot of beats. The other, the only other thing I'd point out is that Caitlin has actually been the reason Savitar came back, because she held on to a piece of the, the Philosopher's Stone. With the weak sauce explanation that I'm afraid yeah. of turning into Killer Frost, and this is like again, this gets back to, to why? Why is she the only one who gets the the, the powers and has the flip out? Why? All right, but Caitlin. this this leads anyway. to a bigger problem, and I use mm -hmm. my Stuart Wellington notion of uh, methodologies, <laughs> which is mm -hmm. I have heard now two prophecies inside this episode, and. I don't know when these prophecies happened, but I've got one with one will betray the team and one will suffer a fate worse than death. When did this happen? Mm -hmm. What am I not watching the right season? What? Like what is a fate worse than death on this show? I ask you. Is it being exiled from the from from the squad? I, um, so I, so I, I guess that was the, I, Mose. I guess if you're asking where did that get re referenced before? Because he talked about that. Uh, in that, in like, kind of one of his first appearances, Savitar lectured yeah. everybody. The, like, oh. the whole group was there, and he was like, <sighs> "One of you will betray, and one of you will be, you know, will, will be the true villain, and one of you will be, you know, will die, and one of you will be, will be worse than death, and so on." So he it was, was referencing really, that. It was um, really lame. That, and... I have to say, I think there are like, like seven ways this episode was lame. Um, yeah, <laughs> we could probably en uh, enumerate, but it turned uh, into a CW so do show. We it tore so the top of my tore the so top of my list at least like new ways that this episode was not good as opposed to the uh -huh. old ways like other bad episodes. Way mm -hmm. too much Savitar talking to people. Yes, both uh. both CGI Savitar guy in suit playing oh. CGI Savitar, uh, which was that was hard. I mean, I know. So it's a we TV have budget. skipped the Savitar alternate names and the draft and gone straight to complaints. We'll come back to the other two Savitar. <laughs> I'm segments. sorry. Let, no, 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 no. This is good. We're 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 improvising. We're going with this. Savitar's boring. 
like that is one of his biggest problems is he's boring and oh, when god of talks to you forever it's yeah yeah like... the god of monologues oh my god and like i mean he got two extra bonus monologues given through julian like that's yeah, yeah that's it was a lot of like i was like why are you talking to this guy again like he's just gonna berate you from his like speed force cage it felt like power it. rangers it felt like power like rangers all over again bot. He's like a Twitter bot that just keeps replying the same thing, like, on a hashtag. It was just... And he's like, tedious. And I feel like that's the biggest crime for a villain, is when a villain gets boring, you're like, eh, why? Yeah. Less is more with the big, spooky, yeah. mysterious, evil villain. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this guy was just like, no, I've, I'm like... And, like, maybe there's a way we I have a blog, it up where perhaps like, you'd care to read it. <laughs> yes. Would you like to subscribe to my newsletter? Yeah, um, exactly. Tinyletter.com slash Savitar. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just cracked myself up. <laughs> Imagining his newsletter would just be one insufferable. It's all long caps. Monologue. That's what gets yes. you. No punctuation. No yeah. images. <laughs> no, this this and and the thing they do to Julian. Hey, we know this dude totally you know assaulted your mind and hijacked your personality and forced you to go against all of your beliefs. Do it again, please. Like they don't even say please. Uh, and and then gotta... Julian's like, no, no, please, no. Oh, all and right. Cut to scene where he's in chair with like metal thing strapped to his head monologuing away oh, it's so hard cute. i mean i guess they probably yeah. spent a lot of money on the the two gorilla episodes yeah because um, this episode felt cheap oh, <laughs> like yeah. it was it was like we need to just have as many people bouncing off each other on the same sets and like and the yeah it, it's just well, i don't know big, this this, my, this my, is my a big, low point yeah my big classic episode my big classic flash problem with it well is is you would think after three seasons these fools would have learned total transparency with each other is the only way to function as a team like all of these secrets coming out and all this betrayal of trust and people huffing off and so on and so forth like what caitlin did is well nigh unforgivable um you know because again she's kept something that lets that that effectively lets savitar back into their life she lied to the team about it she jeopardized everybody because she's got this killer frost thing that she's not talking to anybody about or working out in any significant way. And then they do terrible things to Julian and, and make him, you know, Julian, please be Savitar's mouthpiece for a while. And so the guy has to get up there, chew his 35 pieces of cinnamon orbit gum and begin talking. It's awful. And then you have the whole, um, but how are they even you're, talking you're, to you're, old Skimitar? Using and, and their the, the own technology huh? to yeah, talk to him it's... in the Speed Force. It makes zero yeah. sense. And then Wally flipping out with, you didn't, gosh, you've got engaged to her for the wrong reason. She's not wearing a ring. And I'm like, you just proposed to her so you could change the timeline. And I was like, well, maybe the ring's at the cleaners. You don't know. Why are you ascribing <laughs> motives? And why is Iris jumping on it where this dude who's been her brother and in her life for approximately nine months apparently knows more about Barry's motivations than the person who was raised as his sister and then became his fiance? Like, that's not weird. And well, No, so, wait a minute. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. So why on. hasn't the yeah. timeline even changed? Like, remember, Barry went twice and it, and it yeah. was changed a little bit. Why isn't Wally seeing any any differences? Obviously, no. Gorilla City didn't matter. Yeah, no, that just that, again that makes no sense. It's like things things reset conveniently. Like what the what? So there's that, and then Joe decides to get all weird with you. Didn't ask my permission, and what is he going to say? Dad, I want to marry my sister. I, <laughs> I, I, I. <laughs> like, this, yeah, yeah, that's that's a just... that's a very popular post to go Captain Awkward blog. So <laughs> right, oh my God, this thing is just oh, there's so there's all this stuff going on and. 
everybody is lying to everybody else or getting butt hurt when they jump to conclusions and these aren't even good you, lies a good yeah, lie lies, i mean wow. i mean yeah. let's just be honest a good yeah. lie would be that we see the crystal the philosopher's uh pendant whatever and yeah. we don't see it again till next week that's a good lie this gets solved in a day. Or you find out that Caitlin like, clutches it and looks scary or something. Exactly. Was that – I don't even remember – like were we ever shown that Caitlin had this piece no, of the robe? No. No. Okay, this so this was just totally whole cloth left field. Yeah. for this episode, left field, and then we're going to drop it because it turns out it's yeah. actually a good thing. Yeah, this isn't like, even Chekhov's crystal. No, it just felt... <laughs> they did very, not put would, Bobble on the table in Act 1 and, and pull you know, it out. No, I was no, doing it's... a lot of second-guessing myself. Like, do I just mm-hmm. not remember that? Even though, yeah. like, I watch all these episodes more than once, take notes, and then talk about it for an hour a week. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in screenwriting, yeah. this is called a cheat. At, at yeah, this point, you probably it's... remember more about what's going on this season than some of the people writing the show. It's well, just... I ha- I've had more time to process it, so... Yeah. No, it's... it's And the, the, the Caitlin thing, I'm... Again, this goes back to classic complaints about the show. Um, would be would be the woman. Well, they had a characterization with everyone problem, but again, we basically get reminded that Iris exists to react to everybody at this point, where all she does is just have reaction shots and and provide plot motive for Barry. And then the Caitlin problem comes back to well, we need to find some characterization for her other than kills all her boyfriends. So let's make it scared of her powers and is inexplicably the only person affected by the. <laughs> blast that you know will turn evil if she uses her powers but let's not explore that or think about asking anyone in alternate worlds how that could have possibly happened like it amazes me that they hop from dimension to dimension and they're constantly like oh we have to find this out we have to do that and like literally no one has ever thought to say let us see if there's anybody who can who can explain if Caitlin's evil on this world or why that might happen Mm -hmm. or like what the rate is they are scientists they should totally be investigating this and setting up some sort of system to figure out why she has this fear or why she has this personality switch when it's not something that manifests in any other meta. It's very frustrating that they Yeah, it's it's yeah. awful. I don't know why they keep doing this. It's a disservice. Like I to feel the like this is like in some ways the biggest gap in mm-hmm. in all the flash. Like there's the we complain about what happened to the to Gideon and like yeah. how do they feed the people in the in the, the their secret underground uh, prison and things like that. But mm-hmm. it's like why does this one character work completely different from all the other characters? And why 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 yeah. don't a team of scientists ask this question and try to answer it? That's the other yeah. big frustration is it's like Barry is literally their only science project and yet mm-hmm. they have two other people in the lab alone who can All do this equipment like is just for measuring planet. how fast things are going. And apparently yes. Jesse Quick cannot could not catch up to uh Wally. She didn't have powers. Weird. She completely she like the gl- folded. She hit like the glass she hit like the glass speed force ceiling. I don't understand. Like, she's only like, ever going to run like sixty-eight percent as fast as the men. She was totally cogent, and he's having hallucinations <laughs> of his mother, and yeah. she decides that she's going to break down and not chase mm-hmm. after him. Dumb. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't. Just, this whole yeah. episode is just a mess. Mm-hmm. It's it's such a weird mess. There, there's the thing where they're like. Oh yeah, what about those cultists? We should go check them out, even though we oh, have not that been checking was, in on them for like gross. weeks. And it's like, oh, they're out in the woods. Let's go like run there and punch a random guy. And, oh, and, and they've erected a statue. Tony, they erected a statue that no one seems <laughs> to know about. The time. 
game. Like, how did they have... This goes back to, like, my big complaint about villains in general, which is, like, these people are masters of time management. So, like, why have they turned to crime? I mean, there's there's so much more they could do. They're thinking so small. I, but, well, they all, they're all artisans, apparently. Yeah. yeah it's hard to get... Man. We don't know what employment's like in Central City, so, you know. Yeah. Well, I don't... There's, like, you know. a healthy run-punching economy if... if, if you know, if baby does. boomers don't start retiring, millennials are going to turn to a life of crime in no time. There's, you're going to have super villains left and right. <laughs> and statuary everywhere just weird yeah. statues <laughs> yeah <laughs> well get what, on ascension what you, gorillas what do you cause... do with a generation of supervillains that grew up on etsy it's it's you know <laughs> but they're stone workers i mean stonework <laughs> yeah why why do they have a statue it's a, yeah and why yeah. doesn't why do i mean he goes in he gets the box and it's like why don't why didn't you round up any of those guys and like question them you guys used to do illegal rendition left yeah. and right and it's like apparently Maybe there's like the eight t- guys in hoods <laughs> Giving, by the way, a very unconvincing. Um, oh. <laughs> Maybe that's our bonus track for, uh, for the listeners. Poor, it's poor just Craig ninety McCultist. minutes of still going. Savitar salad bar. Pat Benatar. Salmon tar. Yeah. Yeah. Salmon tar. All right. So, so who is this Paragon. guy? Because right. I have, I he, I think they may have tripped up. Why does why, why does everybody have to be somebody? I don't know. Yeah, but Barry goes. Barry says, "I want to." Yeah, Barry goes. I want to see your face. Why? Maybe he. Maybe he looks like Deadpool. It's a hot mess under there. We don't know nope. that. It's. I'll tell you who it is. You ready? Yeah. No. <laughs> um, but yeah. go ahead. <laughs> this is this is not a guy English speculative. This is a fact. <laughs> I can't. I can't handle a guy English speculative after this episode. That's I right. Don't have it in me. And I'm like, uh, so I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna give it to you straight. Okay. <laughs> it is. Absolutely. That's not. How, that's not. How somebody that, delivered something that, straight. That, is my laughing before it. That's guy, not how that works. The speculative sounds like a maple syrup benefit. That's right. <laughs> that mask is gonna open up uh, mm-hmm. d- right off the the midline, and mm-hmm. it is gonna be an old Barry Allen. Yeah. Mark I it down would... as a fact. I think that's a pretty solid bet. I think you were. Yeah. Spo- I think they were supposed to be clo- cluing Wally, but then I think I think it's Barry. And I will even say that the design of Savitar looks a lot like a, a version of Barry from the future in a comic I read. Like he's he's all blue and glowy, and he's going crazy, and he's trying to stop himself. I don't know why he's st- he's taken up monologuing so much, but yeah, maybe well, that's kind he, of madness. he's been alone in the Speed Force, locked in there. He's lost his mind multiple times, apparently, but got it back. Yeah. And then he sure. said, "How does that work?" Yeah, I don't like. Does someone come along and deliver? And oh, you lost this. Oh, I think you. Flashpoint did something where it sent that. You know, we're still dealing with that crossover where we had Evil Barry or Barry mm-hmm. Don't Trust Me, and. I I I I, yeah. I see that somehow coming coming into fruition. Well, remember, I mean, we we have time travel like crazy, right? So you could totally imagine that in the future. I mean, is it another one of these loops where mm-hmm. Barry goes into the future and throws Savitar into Speed Force jail, and then later Wally is the one that frees him, and and Savitar is Barry in the in the f- further future? Uh, I I don't. But know. maybe I mean. It, ma- yeah, I mean, in like a good villain does something that they believe is good, not evil necessarily. Yeah, and like maybe... the whole point to the whole point of villain is they think they're right, exactly. not that they're so like, wrong. Yeah, killing a version Iris. of Savitar. 
Yeah, yeah killing mm-hmm. Iris, I think, is somehow uh, going to like snap old Barry out, and it's going to somehow mm-hmm. realign the timeline. It seems horrible to do, but somehow there's some some sort of thing in Future Flash that, and he says that specifically, I'm Future Flash. So I will say that would be interesting. I feel like it's totally unearned because <laughs> they have done nothing to set that up and everything's been a hot mess. Because and also everybody's he like, talks oh, about being happened, la la la. Yeah, and, like, he talks about Cisco- being a god of speed. He yeah. lived in a magic box. <laughs> he no, but like, teamed up like, with Dr. Alchemy to do crazy cocoon things. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like even at this point, none of the Flashpoint stuff matters. It's like they shook that off already because even Cisco has gotten over his, his dead brother who didn't have to die, and as far as we know, Diggle and Lila haven't taken out a hit because their daughter became a son, or vice versa, and um, everybody's like, oh, so Barry, you mess with the timeline, and things are, like, different than they used to be. That's cool, that's cool, we're pretty happy with it. And, you know, the only... I keep thinking, it's... it. I, I think it's a Barry Allen, I'm just not sure which one it is, if that makes mm-hmm. sense, because they yeah. also keep... They also keep throwing in other dimensions, and we haven't seen the Barry Allen from Earth-19, or we haven't seen the Barry Allen from other worlds, and... You know they've been. This show has been remarkably consistent in in, in insisting that Barry and Iris are, are are meant to be. So I don't know. I don't. It's it's one of these things where everybody seems to be fixing on Barry and his actions and his consequences. And I I I I, I keep thinking if it's Barry from the future coming back to the past and losing his mind, like. How are they going to get there? This is the 15th episode of the season. You'd have eight episodes to explain how this guy screws up so colossally that he creates Savitar and a cult and the cocoons and... and uh, we're going to get it hijacks. all next week. Guaranteed. No, It'll be almost so... all unraveled. No, it's just it's just such an elaborate, dumb... Like, I kind of <laughs> hope that the season finale just sort of reboots all of it and says, you know what? This this entire season has been a waste we're going to wave our hands and it's gorillas all the way down. And then we can start season four fresh because um, they haven't done anything that has significantly advanced the development of any character at all. I mean, not even Wally because Wally is still basically the same guy they introduced in the last season. He just has a fly leather suit and um, they haven't explained and maybe they will, but we are no closer to understanding why Wally has a connection to Savitar or formed that connection once he got his... We don't know Wally's relationship to the Speed Force. Like, it baffles me that Barry hasn't popped into the Speed Force to ask and say, hey, we've got a couple more speedsters here. Are these going to be two more speedsters that decide they hate me too? Because that's like a trend? Or, like, what's going on? Why Why are they part of the Speed Force? How do I work with them? Like, well, you know, he's, he, he's, had, he's had conversations with the Speed Force. Why can't he have more? Uh, he's going to have more next week based on the episode subtitle in fact it may there may be too much how's that for you uh, okay. <laughs> how, how about what you want but too much so uh, it's just no it's yeah. just the, the characters are acting dumb this season yeah. like intellectually dumb in ways mm-hmm. that don't make sense with their characterization because you had i i hate the cw thing where people have a secret and as the way to like they've gone to that well so, so many, many times. I'm telling you, it's, it's, like, it's become like Dawson's Arrow Creek. Arrow is littered with those No, wells. no, my, so my, my two biggest, com- my, my two huge met- the meta complaints, like moving past the Savitar and the I have a secret and oh, my secret and all of that, like my two meta complaints about this season of the show as it's shaping up is one, it's moving way far afield of its original roots because the thing that I think attracted all of us to the Flash and got us talking about it to begin with 
was how joyful the first season was fundamentally. I right. mean, you had a dude who, who was who was for all intents and purposes an orphan, like watched his mother get killed, his father went to jail for it, he was raised in a foster family, had some unrequited love, he's got this weird freaky power. He survives betrayal by his mentor and a dude who wants to kill him and comes out of it with a surrogate family and a renewed sense of of purpose in the world, right? And and he was the anti-Oliver Queen. He was somebody who was committed to a higher set of ideals and was willing to take some personal hits if it meant that he, he had them. And like Barry this year is just this broody mess. It's it's the the joy has gone out of yeah. the show, I feel. So here's here's my pitch. Here's how we say here's how we save the podcast. Oh and, and, and no and no no pitches for season four of the Flash, And the second so. thing I wanted to complain about is the first season there was actually a spirit of scientific inquiry. Like you really did get this idea that all these people were nerds. And all of these people love to ask and answer questions. And you have, again, a season where you have two people who are now speedsters, one of whom from another planet. And you have somebody who has tapped into the speed force. And you've got a Savitar. And you've got alternate Earths you can go and do research on metahumans and how they work and what happens. And they literally do none of that. Like, these people literally do not ask questions about anything other than, how fast can Wally go? And it's it's like they've given the characters lobotomies and put them on whatever the opposite of antidepressants are. And I don't like it. It's yeah, it's not it's fun to watch. It's disappointing. Yeah, at this point I'm watching the show because I enjoy hanging out and talking to you guys, but I'm not... Like I'm not getting any fun out of it anymore. Yeah, I want I want them. I ho- I really hope for the next season that they. I it feels like this is this thing with superheroes where they just like they have to double down on like grim and dark and testing their superheroes. Here's here's my pitch for season four of The Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain Cold is back, and maybe you have to get him from another Earth or something like that. Yeah. But so yeah. you got you got your Earth four Captain Cold, like he's got a red parka or something instead of a blue mm-hmm. parka. Uh, and, but and he's back. Worth Miller doesn't want to work. You find like a younger guy who has a vaguely went Wentworth Miller. Yeah, maybe. Me Cap- and yeah, yeah. He or he can be Captain Cold too, who is inspired by yeah. Captain Cold. But anyway, yeah. Captain Cold is back, and he is mm-hmm. going to pro- pull off. The crime of the century. We don't know exactly what it's going to be. It's going to be incredibly complicated, and he's going to have to involve all the rogues to pull it off. He plays mm-hmm. by he has a code, so he doesn't kill civilians or go after police or things like that. And he basically spends the whole season pulling off these intricate things that are parts of his uh, ridiculous plan. And the big yeah. thing is he doesn't get his hands dirty, so the Flash can keep like catching up with him and having conversations, but never has any enough to put him actually away in jail until yeah. the very end and they they have they have fun cat and mouse adventures for 20 something so it's episodes. like speedy speedy csi <laughs> yeah well what and I the, was yeah thinking... the nerds the nerds get to science out every week yeah. on trying to like stop whatever ridiculous thing is happening or figure out what ridiculous thing is happening or yeah you know but something something with joy there's like a little bit of 1960s batman in there where every week you're like really these are the stakes but it's fun that yeah. would be great and easy it is, it is... sexual tension <laughs> or, or your, you know, that is okay too, but you know the thing. So what I was thinking is, is we need capers. Like this is actually becoming a structural and formulaic problem with all of this. And again, we're going to bring up a show that that Moses like, yeah. But like one of the things I really enjoy about Legends of Tomorrow, and I can't time out. And whoa, whoa, whoa. I cannot believe I just used the phrase "really enjoy" about Legends of yeah, Tomorrow. That's what I want. Is there? Is there are a lot of episodes that feel like capers? Where like, oh, God, we have to pull off another caper. But, like, that works. It's a great way to put an ensemble together because it's like, oh, we're scheming to do something, but it's fun. There are hijinks involved and all the characters' traits get to shine. And, you know, it, it would be nice to see if Team Flash could could either 
start throwing capers themselves or like going up against a team of people who are actually executing like Ocean's Eleven style capers constantly. Yeah. And 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 what their and 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 up their game. You know what? Um, I didn't think I would mm-hmm. say this. I'm willing to see Captain Cold freeze some more laser beams. Still not how yeah. it works, but you know what? That I miss. It was yeah. No, it's, and it's it's. it's I think superhero things run into this thing where it's like they have to keep raising the stakes, right? It's like the city's in danger, then the world's in danger, then the multiverse is in danger. And it's like, how do you reset to like, you know what? Let's just make sure that this bank doesn't yeah. get robbed this week. <laughs> why not? Yeah. Why, like, why this, you know, you've actually nailed a problem in, in superhero comics as well, superhero shows, which is that um, it's difficult to, to it, or rather people don't warm to the challenge of telling a story about doing the same job all the time. But I honestly see nothing wrong with turning the flash into a law and order type show where, you know, in the central city justice system, you know, <laughs> first there is the catching of the villains with the metahumans. And then there is the, there is the why, why the, not the even do the of- struggle with that Ollie has with being mayor mm-hmm. and green arrow. Okay. So mm-hmm. make it being a cop and being mm-hmm. a speedster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's, there's a lot they could do where, where it's just the stakes are fine where they are. Um, and I'm not asking them to get to like tricky ethical things where, oh, the Flash is getting sued by somebody who, you know, cranked their neck when he pulled them out of the way of a car. Um, like that is boring. And then you get like all people get all monologue and wither ethics and no one needs that. But, you know, you could just it would be nice if you just had a season where it was like, oh, thank God, all we are doing is is just dealing with run of the mill criminals and and other things like that and maybe you throw in a gorilla every now and then just to keep things interesting you know you've got the grod why not Mm -hmm. or or the we've done the shark yeah put the wentworth miller in there for a little bit who it sounds like we might see next week Mm, good i'm I'm all for it i I love his captain cold i know Um, you do yeah no oh my gosh no and and again this is not the Legends of Tomorrow cast. <laughs> but, they, but, 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 you know, for God's sakes, Dominic Purcell is even growing on me on that show. It's unbelievable. Of course like, he is. He's the best thing about that show. And no, there's a lot of good things about that show. Well, that I let's can't, be careful. Uh, yeah, the words are flying <laughs> out. I yeah. cannot believe. Let's not, let's, I'm saying things I'm not sure I can take back. Um, no. This I, is, this is being recorded, Lisa. I just want to note that. So. No, no, I can't believe how much I'm enjoying Legends of Tomorrow this year. And it these statements may be used against you at a later date. So no, it dismays me that I'm enjoying it and I'm not enjoying Flash because Flash mm-hmm. used to be the show where I'm like, oh, this is so much fun and this is making me excited and happy about this the, the Berlantiverse. And now it's just like, oh God, what beautiful person is going to have an idiot self-inflicted problem this week? Uh, you know, <laughs> that's not <Yeah>. unfair. <laughs> no, no. And the sad thing is, like, I see this stuff on mm-hmm. Twitter and mm-hmm. like with people saying, you know, this is. This is it for me. I just, I cannot go anymore. And it's like, yeah. I, I feel exactly where you're at. And I, I hate to sit there and I, I just cannot, I'm, I'm having a hard time finding the good stuff. Like the good stuff yeah. happens to be, well, the stuff that I laugh at is when it's HR doing something. Like those are yeah. my moments now. Mm-hmm. Oh God, how those far are pretty we fallen. Few. Yeah. Were, were there any of those moments in this episode? Yeah, he did a few. There was clips. one tiny one where he's like, I'm okay. not a dad, but this is what I would imagine a dad does. And, and the whole best yeah. man. And like this, oh. this whole episode was real weak. Yeah, it's really, yeah. it's really impressive how few like little grains you can pick out of this one. Like it's, it's, 
And I don't know. It's just I don't. It seems like they didn't have money, but it's like mm-hmm. they also didn't spend a lot of time. They didn't have money for effects and uh, action sequences, but also the story was not good either. So it's like, well, if you if you you, know. if you're like, okay, we've hit a wall, creatively speaking, and we're out of money because gorillas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, thanks, Tony. When, thanks, Tony. That is actually when you do an episode from the point of view of somebody who's not the Flash. Like maybe you do yeah. it as a day in the life of Joe, who has to sit on the fact that both of his sons are Flashes. Mm-hmm. And there's some growing tension, and he's got a girlfriend he's trying to balance with everything, and Iris is being kind of weird and secretive, and oh, by the way, she might die soon. Like, mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to do a, an episode from his perspective. Or, or really, I mean, that's or one HRs, of the, the strengths know? of this show right now is that it has all of these characters on it that they've yeah. like, that Team Flash is like twice as big as it was at the, at yeah. the start of the show. Uh-huh. Why not spend more time with the other characters? Yeah, um, or do an episode from the perspective of Jesse Quick just trying to get sure. through the day and I mean, I think the all answer of the is, cultural stuff that goes wrong, you know? Like, the writers be... have not fleshed out any of the characters enough that they are, are excited to do that. Uh, yeah. But they they should, because that would be cool. Like, it would be neat to see mm-hmm. what what is life, because it's, it's hard. Barry is the center of everything. I mean, yeah. there was the thing at the end where Barry gets stabbed by Savitar, and it's like, mm-hmm. I don't care. He's going to be better at the beginning of next episode. There will be no effect of this. Like, his back. Heal, his broken his back, back got broken. And remember, we were so, so like, oh, yeah. he's going to have to deal with not being the Flash for like an episode or two. And it's like, no, he will need to deal with not being the Flash for eight minutes. Well, and so, Cisco yeah. said, I can do something with this twice. Yeah, they're going to twice. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I don't know. Do you think he's going to do something with it? I, <sighs> I think he said something about yeah. doing something with yeah. this. It's going to be a, a medal that see. only yeah. Barry knows about, and it's mm. very special to the mm. Speed Force. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. Speed, speed force on obtainium yeah yes so. biastanium <laughs> but yeah no an episode from jesse quick's perspective as she tries to adjust to life on a completely different planet well yeah. she's got to or... get a birth certificate because she can't get yeah. a driver's how do you, license how i mean how in do you this get america a card? she's out yeah. Yeah. yeah oh god or an episode from wally's perspective where you know he's trying to figure out how to still be like a college student and live with his dad and 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 all of that like i think this show would be stronger if it if it spread the focus a little wider past Barry, that is one of the things that Arrow's actually managed to do really well. Is you know it's given us rooting interest in other characters, especially this we, season. Yeah, and you know I'd like to see that on Team Flash, um, just or a day in the life of HR trying to negotiate stuff. Although I don't think they let him out in public much, do they? Yeah, that, that maybe that one's not for the best. But, oh you know. my god, you know how they talk about bottle episodes where it's like one or two characters and they spend the entire time talking for, for an episode or whatever? Mm-hmm. It would be kind like, this would better be served for like a series of webisodes, I feel, but like just a series of bottle webisodes where it's just Harris, HR bouncing around <laughs> the building and trying things on and just surfing over Over-caffeinated and, and, yeah, and over-caffeinated, breaking everything. Like over-caffeinated and just discovered Reddit. Uh, or, you know, something like that. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's it's to the point now where, like, I'm sure everybody would be very sad if Iris died and they're all invested, but, like, they're not the ones living this like Barry and Iris are, and it's just really exhausting to pretend that they're the only ones who matter. Yeah. So, anyway, well, we have really been a downer on this episode. Yeah, I'm sorry, movie. listeners. Yeah, we, 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 I feel like, like we've probably brought it into a whole. I feel realm. like, and we've got we've got a Speed Force, probably mm-hmm. Ghosts of Speed Force, past and future coming next week. Yeah. And then after that, pro- I mean, the, here's the other thing: is it's the the downside of knowing what's coming. It's like 
something something's gonna get reset in some way or like Savitar mm-hmm. is gonna just be like well I, I'm really mean but you're not gonna see me for two weeks because yep. we've got the Speed Force episode next week and then, and then singing the, the singing episode oh um, god and it's like what is the bridge that gets you from mm-hmm. where we are now to the singing episode I don't know oh. what that bridge looks like uh, but I don't think it's gonna be a very well built bridge <laughs> so <it's>... <laughs> <laughs> see this, this, is why, this is why I wonder about next week whether they wrap up a bunch of things and potentially even get uh, Wally out mm-hmm. of the Speed Force to go into singing. Mm-hmm. Although or, I like the idea. I like the idea that Wally is lost to the Speed Force and everyone's like, damn it, Barry. You know, but maybe that's like, why the... Sp- and like, why Joe isn't mad? I don't know. Like, oh, it's mm-hmm. not your fault. Well, I don't know about that. It kind of is. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel like Joe should be mad about lots of things. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Like that that to me is that to me is the baffling thing is is like maybe he's like you know what if I started I would just never stop so it's just easier to not start but at this point I I feel like Joe should be legitimately livid about tons of things or again he is a detective he's trained in the art of asking questions and chasing down lines of inquiry and does the detective do things like ask, have you tried other Earths to see how they're, they've dealt with their Killer Frost thing? Does the detective ask, have you traced all the Barry Allens to make sure there's 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 a, that we know where they are and they're not the ones putting on this costume? No, the detective has not, not asked anything. It's so irritating. Boy. <sighs> I don't know. So do you think w- w- next week, is this going to be another train wreck or is is this going to be... Like, is this the new normal? If, if they get locked in the Speed Force, <laughs> let's just say... I, the, I don't the, like the Speed Force ghosts. I don't I don't think that they're interesting. I, yeah, I really the, don't. But I don't enjoy them as a narrative where technique. They're well, I'm, I'm still not clear. <laughs> and I'm still not clear if the Speed Force ghosts are, like, lawful neutral or lawful good. I mean, there's clearly some sort of um, regulation of the Speed Force, or else you they wouldn't should probably have the time rates. neutral. So, yeah. from a D and D perspective, they mm-hmm. would be true neutral um, yeah. if they were written correctly. So they would but, be but, as, as, they would be very they, concerned with the balance and maintaining the balance. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess that's it. So you know, but I I feel like they haven't tipped their hand as to no. as as to why Barry and what purpose do they think he serves and how are, how do they feel about other things popping in and out of the Speed Force? Why how are they okay with Yobard Thon, you know, popping out of well actually they're not. But they're you not, know I guess. How, what, they they were like we have rates you know. dealing with that right for us. That does yeah, if, but, Sav- yeah, if Avatar is Yeah, I buried, I just feel, does... I feel like there's some some upper level incompetence in the Speed Force yeah. there too, you know? Well, I think so. they take the they take the big picture view of things. Like, yeah, things are really bad this week, this mm-hmm. month in Central City, but like, you know, the Speed Force is like everywhere, so we can't mm-hmm. we can't be worried about little blips here and there. That right. that would if if Savitar is Barry or Wally, that does mm-hmm. answer some of our questions earlier in the season about like how come the Speed Force ghost never mentioned that like there's a god of speed. Um, yeah. and it's like, yeah. well, we never Barry, we didn't tell you there's a god of speed because it's you or you already know him, right? You yeah, know? yeah. Although like, I'll say something annoying like that you have been revealed to him yeah. and they'll be like what does that yeah. mean and we'll speculate until yeah. we find out it's like old Barry. it's hard it's it just feels i mean mm-hmm. i thought it was okay when deep space nine star trek deep space nine had the wormhole aliens who are played by other actors you know being spooky mm-hmm. ghost voices yeah. uh, but like i got enough of that there and i don't have any patience for it on flash now sorry so yeah. it's it's just that's that's my that this is my version of Lisa can't deal with child actors. Is I can't deal yes. with space ghosts. <laughs> so, except space ghosts, I'm okay with space ghosts. But I, Lisa's I, I, a childist. 
I Lisa enjoy that like my personal brand. No, my personal brand includes me. Not I, I. I. Although here's the thing: is I talked about this on the last film through the movies. I saw Boy with Taika. You know, Taika Waititi wrote and directed it, mm-hmm. and it's New Zealand child actors. And I don't know why, but that seemed perfectly okay. I just don't like <laughs> child actors when it's a grown-up show and the kid is on there to to advance the plot or provide complication mm-hmm. or something. I just like remember this was like a long running complaint on every sense of anarchy yes, episode wasn't anarchy. it yes yeah remember when no. we used to talk about motorcycles people oh god yes. those were great days weren't they <laughs> oh they were okay <laughs> they, it wasn't it wasn't all it wasn't all everything awesome some no no oh my yeah. god remember the complaints we used to have about that show <laughs> sorry and now oh Oh my gosh. This is actually making me miss some of the actors from Sons of Anarchy, but I honestly feel like if Kim Coach showed up on The Flash, our skin would all just be like, ah! We're I just saw him in a movie, and I was like, hey, you have a job. That's great. The movie was like 10 years old, but he was in it, uh, so he uh, got paid. <laughs> so. I'm going to have to see if he's in Goon, too. Like, No, there's oh. this there's movie Goon with Jay Barukel and um, uh, Sean William Scott, and Sean William Scott plays the hockey guy whose sole job it is to get into fights, and so it's called Goon. And Kim Coates plays the beleaguered coach of the team, and uh. it's it's so Canadian, and it's such a sweet little <laughs> movie, and I love it so much. <laughs> Especially since Kim Coates is like, oh, I don't even like his character is just this helpless. I've I've been overtaken by events kind of guy, and this was at the height of the Tig thing, so it was just a really great mm-hmm. contrast. Anyway, go see, go go find Goon. <laughs> We'll be sorry. Um, we but... helped a lot of people today through this difficult time. So. <laughs> I think we did. We should wrap this up. Yeah. Um, Look, because... we're going through this just as hard as you are. So just know that we're you're not we're... alone. Yeah, that's right. We're you're <laughs> yeah. you're never alone. You're here. You're part of Team Flash. You should tweet at us what strange, comical, ridiculous hijinks we should do for the uh, the members yeah. bonus. Yeah, uh, we are all for because none of our ideas are really great. So yeah. uh, I bring you to candles and gorillas, which got a lot. We gave of that rave away reviews. for free. We gave that yeah. away for free. That's that's we our did. problem. Is but yeah. we but we can do that again. We, we can create mm-hmm. on the fly. Give well, us or an what idea. we can do is, is is if you if you if you say to us, "Hey, I'm pledging for ten dollars a month. Every month, we will come up with like a package of personalized candles and gorilla scents for you." <laughs> I mean, I don't we won't make the candles that. and deliver them, but we'll give you the ideas. <laughs> oh, okay. Good good disclaimer. That'll pass through our legal department. Like, oh, so. Simeon Cinnamon Delight. <laughs> yes, mm. our, it's easy. you're giving it away. So I'm sorry. I, this is the way it works. You give us an this idea. This is the problem. We're, We're all creative. None of us are business people. This is yeah. just all the good stuff. Lemur is just fresh lemon. Away for free. <laughs> okay. All right. On that note, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the plug on this before we get into another round of complaining about the salad bar. All right. Smart. With all right. That this was this week's Flash Flashcast. I'm Lisa Schmeiser, and with me were Tony Moslak. No, no, Phil Moslak. That's not it. That's <laughs> no, not I'm. It. <laughs> Nope. Oh my God. Not, not quite. I was. I'm sorry. I was too think, too busy thinking about chimpanzee cherry blossom candles. Okay. Um. With me, we're Phil Moselak. Right, do yourself a favor. Go see Logan this week. All right. We'll do. And Tony Sindler. Bye, nerds. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> that's just that. That's just the train wreck that we're on right now. Oh. Yeah. This is this is where this path goes. No, so. I'm serious.